Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to DBN News for 1-18-2019. This is my daily news that even plants crave. I'm Anthony, and I'll be your host today. With that being said, let's jump into the news. So, first is from IGN and written by Shabana Arif. Shabana got a lot of love in the news cycle this time. So, Fortnite secret skirmish competition announced. Epic Games has announced a special Fortnite invitational competition for next month. A two-day event featuring 500000 in prize money is taking place at an as-of-yet undisclosed location on February 14th and 15th and will be streamed on the game's official channels. Competitors will include the top players from previous open Fortnite competitions, but that's all of the info the studio is divulging for now. You can expect the same high-powered matches as TwitchCon and PAX, but also expected, expect us to explore additional operations during the two days of competition. Epic tease in the announcement. The devs joke that the event will give its broadcast team a chance to better prepare for the upcoming Fortnite World Cup. You can find out more about Fortnite's in-game tournaments and World Cup plans at IGN.com. Second is from IGN and written by, you guessed it, Shibana Arif, kicking ass in that news cycle. Ubisoft apologizes to players for Assassin's Creed Odyssey DLC controversy. Assassin's Creed Odyssey creative director Jonathan Dumont says players' response to the Shadow Heritage DLC has been a learning experience for the developer. The ending of Legacy of the Blade's second installment sees the player funneled into a heterosexual relationship, <laughs> resulting in a baby. Regardless of their actions and choices in the main game or its DLC, Ubisoft's initial response was to assure players that the third episode would explore the motivation behind this relationship, adding that it is part of a set story. Since then, a second statement has been released via Kotaku in which Ubisoft admits it missed the mark underestimating players' attachment to the game's protagonist. Reading through player responses of our new DLC for Legacy of the First Blade, Shadow Heritage, we want to extend an apology to players disappointed by a relationship your character partakes in. The, in the intention of this story was to explain how your character's bloodline has a lasting impact on the assassins, but looking through your responses, it is clear that we missed the mark. Alexios slash Cassandra, realizing their own mortality and the sacrifice Leonidas and Marine made before them to keep their legacy alive, felt the desire and duty to preserve their important lineage. Our goal was to let players choose between a utilitarian view of ensuring your bloodline lived on or forming or, or forming a romantic relationship. We attempted to distinguish between the two, but could have done this more carefully as we were walking a narrow line between roleplay choices and story, and the clarity and motivation for this decision was poorly executed. As you continue the adventure in next <clears throat> in the next episode of Bloodline, <clears throat> please know you will not have to engage in a lasting romantic relationship if you do not desire to. An Ubisoft rep has also confirmed that while Shadow Heritage will not be receiving any kind of update to change the ending, the trophy received after having the baby will be renamed after it garnered backlash from players who felt that the name growing up implied that not having a child or being gay made them less of an adult. <clears throat> it was definitively not written with that intention. This was an oversight in the review process and we very regrettably missed it, said Dumont. We share the frustration of players who find this offensive and the achievement slash trophy name will be changed when DLC 1.3 patch is available. Now, uh, I, I did chuckle there and smirked. I'm not smirking because I don't think it's right that, you know, you should be able to role play as you want and being forced into a relationship. I just, it's just, 
it's such a weird story and a weird issue. It's like the whole Mass Effect thing to me when uh, and I, I just, I don't know. My opinion on it is, you know, I'm very happy that they're letting people play the way they want to play and apologizing for it. But it's a, it's a video game and it's a story and it was written by people and like all this story stuff has been written for years. <clears throat> I just, seems like a silly thing to get so up in arms about. But I mean, it is what it is. Good on them for changing it. Uh, all right. Next story is from IGN and written by Shabana Arif, the one and only. Someone made tanks and planes appear in Pirate Game Atlas. Grape Shot Games' nautical MMO was invaded by tanks, planes, and wells after an admin account was compromised. One player, Burke Black, was streaming with some friends and wells just started appearing, causing him to exclaim, there are wells everywhere. Jathish Kura Karin, lead community manager and live producer, stressed that the breach wasn't due to a hack, third-party program, or exploit in the official announcement via Rock Paper Shotgun. Uh, Karina Karin explained that an admin Steam account was compromised to cause some devastation over on the North American PvP servers. <clears throat> the devs rolled back the servers to a state from some five and a half hours earlier to remedy the situation. The studio says it has taken the appropriate steps to ensure that this does not happen again. Man, Atlas has some really bad luck. <laughs> not only is a whole huge video game community shitting on this game, but then this happens. Uh, at least it's more of a funny thing, so that's cool. Last up is from IGN and written by Joe Scrabbles. Bungie director addresses the future of Destiny. Destiny franchise director Luke Smith has made clear that Bungie's future lies with the sci-fi shooter series. Oh, that sucks. Following Bungie's split from its publisher, Smith has posted on the company website thanking Activision and other development partners for their help in the series so far before de detailing the short and long-term plans for the series. In the short term, Bungie's continuing to build the content we've promised for the annual pass, Smith acknowledges. Smith acknowledges criticism of the last expansion's high power requirement, going to going on to say, We want to find the line between new content that many players can play and aspirational content for players to progress toward. We're exploring improvements to catch up me mechanics for players in upcoming seasons. Smith is more tight lipped about the longer term thinking, but makes clear that Bungie is committed to destiny. We created the universe, and we hold its future entirely in our hands. Uh, in interestingly, <laughs> wow, I had a, real, a lot of trouble with that word. Interestingly, he also explains that the vast majority of Bungie is working on future Destiny content. Perhaps a minority left over is working on something brand new. Uh, yeah, Destiny, that's a game. All right, well, and that is the news for today. Thanks for listening and let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on Anchor, the podcast app we use to record the show. If you'd like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents, $4.99 and or $9.99 per month. Find us on Twitter at dadsbeardsnerds. Find us on Instagram at dadsbeardsnerdspodcast. And if you'd like to join our Discord community, find that link in our Twitter bio. Until next time, I'm Anthony. I look forward to making more content for you.